just witnessed showtime basketball in los angeles tonight and an unlikely hero stole the show what's going on guys my name is aj i'm one of the two hosts here of a to z sports talk welcome to one of the many episodes to come in the upcoming days and weeks uh, we have made a decision instead of our normal monday and friday episodes we are going to be coming out with one every single day of the week monday through friday weekends off uh, but with the playoffs happening right now in the nba the nhl the M- mlb season's been uh, obviously picking up and and gaining some gaining some steam here uh feels only necessary that we come out with episodes every day so we don't we don't miss a beat on anything so thank you guys for being here of course hit that follow button if you're on spotify or apple if you're on youtube make sure to subscribe um and obviously we're going to be posting normal stuff on instagram and tiktok as well and twitter uh in the upcoming days and weeks as, as we always do uh we have to start in the nba i started off by saying an unlikely hero stole the show and that was definitely the case tonight in los angeles a series that includes Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, four of the um, best players. You could put them in the top 75 players of all time. Um, and, and all four, three of the four were, were great tonight. Steph had an unbelievable game until the end. I'll get to that in a second. Um, LeBron had a really rough second and third quarter, but really picked up steam in the fourth. Anthony Davis was kind of non-existent in the fourth, but overall uh, a very solid game. Um, and Clay Thompson was very, very um, – just had an off night tonight. Three for 11, nine points. Um, hard to get, really get him involved. I thought they defended him really well for the Lakers. Uh, but the unlikely hero, Lonnie Walker IV. In 27 minutes played, he scored 15 points, including 13 in the fourth quarter. Lonnie got a lot of minutes to start the year. Um, and it kind of lost minutes when they brought in D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura, got guys of that nature. And uh, Lonnie's kind of been pushed to the side, but every every source that I'm hearing from, he has been uh, a pro's pro and has really just stayed ready and stayed ready throughout this whole process. And he came up huge tonight. The Lakers would not have won this game without him. As I just said, the Lakers did win this game. When they win game four, 104-101. They are now up 3-1 in the series against the reigning champs. Anthony Davis and LeBron James combined for 50 points. LeBron had 27. Anthony Davis with 23 and 15. Uh, LeBron was not super efficient tonight. 10 of 24. His three ball has still been not falling. Um, even, I mean, he's not a pro- prolific three-point shooter in the first place, but it hasn't been falling to his normal uh, pace. I thought Anthony Davis started off the game great. Uh, based off his p- prior history in this playoffs, this was supposed to be the game that he um, kind of fell off, but he was great tonight. Uh, very, very impactful defensively in the first half, especially again, they only had like four points in the third and fourth quarter or something crazy like that. They had a really hard time, um, getting him involved. Uh, but again, luckily Lonnie Walker stole the show tonight and it was unbelievable. Uh, speaking of unbelievable Steph Curry with a triple double, I don't have it written down here. I think it's 27, uh, 14 and 13, something ridiculous. Um, he was making highlight real plays behind the back passes. Uh, deep threes. I mean, just classic stuff. Stuff. He was, um, as a LeBron James fan, cheering for the Lakers. He was scaring me this entire game. Uh, but he was really the only guy showing up big for the Warriors tonight. Um, and I mentioned a second ago that Steph was great until the end. Um, it was a three-point game with about 35 seconds left. They got a switch. Anthony Davis switch on to 
Um, I think it might have been actually a one-point game at that point, 102-101. And then AD switched on to Steph Curry and kind of, you know, did a, actually did a tremendous job. It reminded me of Kevin Love back in game seven of the Golden State Warriors Cavaliers series when uh, Steph was trying to shake K-Love to get off a tying tying three there at the end and just couldn't shake him and K-Love stayed with him. Anthony Davis did a phenomenal job. Steph was forced to shoot a deep three. The ball comes off. Draymond Green gets the rebound. Great offensive rebound. Kicks it back out to Steph. AD stays with him. Um, and he sh- that one, he shoots it again. And that one was a much more contested shot than even the first one and probably an ill-advised shot in that situation. He misses it. Lakers get the rebound. Anthony Davis goes to the corner. They double-team, and they end up getting a tie-up uh, for a jump ball. The Warriors win the jump ball. The ball comes off, and Steph Curry's on the ground with the ball and throws it backwards when they had one timeout left, and it goes straight out of bounds. I assume that he thought somebody was behind him, but the ball goes straight out of bounds. The Lakers get it. They call a timeout to advance the ball even further. LeBron throws it in, and the Lakers come out with a huge, huge home victory the series is going exactly like the Grizzlies series went so far. Um, if I'm going to guess, I think the Warriors do win game five, and, and I think the Lakers end up winning in game six. That's why I uh, predicted coming to the series, and I think it's going to play out exactly like the Grizzlies series. Unlike the Grizzlies, down 3-1, the Warriors are a different breed. They've obviously won four championships. They have that championship pedigree. The Grizzlies kind of laid down in game six of that series. I know the war, the, the uh, Lakers actually played phenomenal in that game six against the Grizzlies, but uh, the Grizzlies were not ready for that moment. Um, not yet, at least. The Warriors have been there and done that. So down 3-1, the fourth one is always the hardest. The Lakers got to come out and uh, be ready in game five. Hopefully can finish it in game five because the Suns-Nuggets series, which I will be talking about tomorrow after their game, Um. That that series back and forth is probably gonna at least gonna go six, obviously, but it's it's I, in my opinion going seven games. Steph Curry, one more thing on Steph before we move on here to the the Heat Knicks. Steph Curry, again, tremendous game until the end there. Uh, not a great efficient night though, twelve of thirty. But we all know Steph is the greatest shooter of all time. Um, one stat that stood out to me in his career in the playoffs in the last thirty seconds on go ahead shots. He is now 0 for 11 in his career, which is kind of mind-boggling uh, because I don't look at Steph as a not not clutch player or chokes under the under the moments under the bright lights. Uh, but that stat is very alarming, and he missed one of those shots tonight. Um, the other one was past 30 seconds, or within one minute, it would have added that added to that as well. Um, but those two rush shots by him, Clay made a really nice three in the corner. Uh, to put him up by three with about three minutes left. Um, and then he just started chucking stuff again. He missed, he, he chucked up two deep threes that were off balance. Uh, and, you know, Steph's obviously two rush threes. His turnover kind of t- kind of puts a little, um, little dent into um, how great Steph was tonight. Uh, again, not, gr- not very efficient, 12 of 30. Uh, but those, those couple plays at the end, kind of like what Malcolm Brogdon, did in the Sixers series. A couple plays in that series reminded me of this, where it kind of takes away from uh, the greatness of Steph Curry in this game. But at the end of the day, Lakers win game four. They're up 3-1 in the series, 104-101. Let's move on to the other NBA game tonight, the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks. Miami Heat win this one, 109-101 in Miami. They are now up 3-1 in the series. Um, 
there's one major difference in this game, in this series for me. I don't think it's a matter of uh, the Heat stars being better than the Knicks stars when it comes to Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. They're missing Tyler Hero uh, because, in my opinion, besides I think it was game two, if I remember correctly, of Jalen Brunson, he has been very good. Uh, Julius Randle fouled out. He was kind of in foul trouble, so he only got up 13 shots. He was a very efficient 8 for 13, though. And R.J. Barrett um, was very good tonight as well. All, all together, Brunson had 32, 11, and 4. Julius Randle, 29, and 3. And uh, R.J. Barrett, 24, 4, and 3. Um, Jimmy Butler with 27. I don't have it written down here, but I believe Bam Adebayo was over 20 as well. The biggest storyline, though, out of this whole series of, of – um, especially this game, is the bench play. The Miami Heat are without Tyler Hero and their bench scores 34. Kyle Lowry with 15 of those 34. The entire bench combined for the New York Knicks with 10 points and shot four for 12. Kyle Lowry outscored the entire Knicks bench by five points. You're not going to win as great as Julius, uh, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett were. They're, they're not going to win if their bench can give them only 10 points. Um, this has been a problem for them all year. I know a lot of Knicks fans have talked about this all year, that it's a major issue. Um, a huge thing happening right now that people need to talk about more is that until last night when um, the Suns evened up the series with the Nuggets, every series lead, and same thing with the Sixers and the Celtics, every series lead up to that point, the Celtics were on top. The Nuggets were on top. The Lakers are still on top, and the Heat are still on top. Those four teams were the conference finals teams back in 2020 during the bubble season. So maybe this whole bubble fluke season is not so much of a fluke in itself. If those four teams um, end up moving on, which all four have a great shot, it, it's going to be interesting. We have to have that conversation maybe about uh, maybe the bubble wasn't as much of a fluke as a lot of people think it is or was. But the Heat do win game four, 109-101, up 3-1 in the series, going back to New York. Um, unlike the Warriors-Lakers series, because in that series, like I said, I think the Warriors do win game five and come back to L.A. for game six. I would not be surprised if Miami finishes this thing in five. Um, I'd probably pick them to win in New York. Wouldn't surprise me if they come back. I think the Miami Heat win the series either way. I think the Lakers win that series either way. Being up 3-1, they have to have a like a crazy Herculean effort on the other side to come back from those things. I don't know if the Knicks have that, especially from the bench, because that's just that's just an issue. They don't have guys that can score consistently off the bench. Like I said, with the Lakers Warriors, the Warriors are a different breed. That's a whole different story. But um, great night of basketball. We have another great night tomorrow night with the Nuggets and Suns, Sixers, Celtics. Um, I can't say enough about the NBA playoffs. Moving on to the NHL playoffs, there was only one matchup tonight. Um, that was the Vegas Knights and the Edmonton Oilers. And obviously the Oilers, Oilers were my pick to win it all. It was Zach's pick to win it all as well. And um, they played phenomenal game two, blew out, the, blew out the Golden Knights. They come back home, and they get blown out on their home ice by the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights win 5-1. to one. Jack Eichel with a goal and two assists. Um, Marsha Show with two goals and was a plus three. Um, the goalie, I don't want to screw up the name for Vegas's goalie. It's a French last name. He went down with a scary injury, uh, only four, only four shot attempts on him. So it was very early in this game. Aiden Hill comes in. He had been a, uh, in and out starter all year for Vegas. And he comes in and goes 24 for 24 in net against a firepower offense that, um, Edmonton has. 
Leon Dreisaitl has been, and Mick David said it's, it, at times he's the best player in, in the world. That's how good Dreisaitl has been, especially in these playoffs with 13 goals and his eight games played. It's ridiculous how good he's been, 17 points overall. But Vegas was great tonight defensively, uh, limiting shots, only 28 shot attempts for Edmonton. Uh, that's a huge way of stopping Edmonton, uh, is, is not letting them get those 45 shot attempts, which they want to do with Connor McDavid, uh, Nugent Hopkins, and Dreisaitl. Vegas with a massive win tonight. And it's a must-win game four for Edmonton. You can't go down 3-1 going back to Vegas. You need that game four uh, in a couple days here. So we'll see We'll see how this series plays out. Um, but, yeah, that was the only NHL game tonight. Vegas winning 5-1 to one to, go up to, to go up now 2-1 in the series. So let's move on to our last topic of the, of the day, the MLB. Let me grab a little, little drink here in the middle. we got to start here in St. Louis. I guess technically starting in Chicago uh, with our St. Louis Cardinals. They have uh, got a little two-game winning streak going on after tonight. They went 3-1 to one in Chicago. Michaelis was really solid, only gave up one earned run, uh, but his pitch count got up a lot. He struck out seven. Um, but along with just deep counts, they were really making him work. Uh, he only pitched four, I believe it was a four and a third, maybe two thirds. Um, it was four and a third, four and a third for Michaelis. Only three walks, uh, but 96 pitches, got into a little bit of a jam there in the fifth. They brought in Henesis Cabrera, which uh, I, I have to shout out Henesis. Uh, Cabby uh, posted us on his story, so thank you for that, Henesis. I appreciate that, my man. But he pitched an inning and a third and was great. He walked a couple but got out of some jams. We had a big throw out, um, uh, a fly out, double play. The guy tagged up from third. Donovan threw a cannon out uh, to get Madrigal at home. But Hennessy gets the win. Jordan Hicks scares the crap out of me every time I see him come in. But he was very good tonight. Two scoreless innings, only one walk given, no hits allowed, two Ks. Um, and then Helsley came in and was four up, four down, was phenomenal. Bullpen was great tonight. Only one hit allowed. And they're four and two-thirds innings of work. Um, so great job by the bullpen. Offensively, Wilson Contreras was the story. That's been the big storyline across baseball, not just here in St. Louis, is uh, Wilson Contreras is no longer the everyday catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. They, have, they are having Andrew Kisner catch every day. And Wilson Contreras, at, at first, they had talked about maybe in the outfield, which we already have an, an overload of guys in the outfield. Uh, but they have now changed that to solely a DH position for Wilson Contreras. Well, he makes his return to Chicago tonight and goes two for four with two ribbies and was making the uh, the crowd was letting him hear it, and he was making the crowd um, see his emotions. Uh, he was very, very um, public with how he felt about those uh, the, about those boos. So a big Cardinals win, three to one, um, our first series opening opening win which is uh, a crazy stat to me that we had lost our first, I believe, 13 or 11 or 13 series openers. Um, but Contreras had two of the ribbies. On, one came off a double, and Carlson got an RBI single later in the game. Nolan Arenado did not play tonight. had some kind of pinched nerve in the neck or neck, neck stiffness or something like that. Um, but, yeah, Cardinals win this one 3-1. to one. Around the league, though, the other big storyline tonight um, – a lot of teams were off tonight, but the Rangers-Mariners game was the biggest storyline of the night for a while. Ty France hit a second homer of the year in the first inning, but uh, the big storyline was Logan Gilbert. He went six uh, shutout 
no hit innings. At one point, he had struck out seven guys in a row, and then he kind of fell apart there in the seventh. He gave up two runs. The Ty, Ty France homer was the only homer, only run I should say for the for the Mariners, and uh, the Mariners actually lose this one to Texas uh, in Seattle. Two to one. Logan Gilbert gets the loss on a night where he pitches six and two thirds, gives up two runs, and strikes out ten, and had a no no through six. He gets the loss. So that's kind of uh, tough luck for him. The Tigers Guardians. Tigers won six to two in this one in Cleveland to begin that series. And the biggest thing for me is Javi Baez. So I, I I got to go to the Cardinals game recently and see Javi in person. He had a homer off of us, and Javi, as a lot of you guys know, was benched a couple weeks ago um, for not hustling out a ball. He, he lost track of how many outs there were. We all know Javi's kind of been um, not fully engaged at times in the past with Chicago and now with Detroit. Since being benched, since being benched, he's batting 340 with one strikeout in his last seven games. We all know Javi is the guy that swings at everything. So for him to cut down his strikeouts like that, the Tigers are 16 and 18. They're two under. So they're playing decent baseball. They obviously swept us here in St. Louis. We don't have to talk about that. But I got to give out, give a shout-out to Javi Baez, um, a guy that gets a lot of hate and started off the year awful, miserable start to the season, was batting 160 to start the year. He's up to 256. Only one hit tonight, but one strikeout in his last seven games, batting 340 since being benched. Uh, the Tigers will definitely take that production out of him. And in the, in the lineup, that doesn't have any production at all, really. The Rays beat the Orioles 3-0 in this one tonight. The Rays are now 29-7. and The Orioles 22-13. and Two teams um, that have been uh, – the Rays have had a good pass, I should say. But the Orioles, I, I talked about them last episode, how they're starting to come into their own a little bit. These are two franchises that are um, – are really rolling right now. The Rays win tonight, though. They have their ace on the mound. Shane McClanahan, six scoreless. He did walk four, but he gets the win. That Rays pitching staff is so good. They get enough offense. Their offense has actually been really good this year. Uh, but you, if you look at the names, you wouldn't think so. But the Rays win that one, 3 nothing. The afternoon game today, the Pirates and Rockies. The Pirates won 2 nothing. Kyle, Kyle Freeland was great, seven innings, um, but got the loss on that one. The Yankees athletics, the Yankees won 7-2, to and Harrison Bader's been the storyline over there. Since returning from his injury before tonight, he had 18 at-bats, had two homers and seven RBIs. I saw tonight he had a triple, and uh, he's he's just getting that whole Yankees team energized again. And something that the Cardinals could really use right now is a little ener- energy boost. And uh, so we're missing Harrison, but obviously cheering for him there in New York. They got the win 7-2. to two. The Royals, who are one of the uh, <laughs> top two worst teams in baseball with a big win over the White Sox, who are obviously a huge disappointment, 12-5 uh, to five tonight. Bobby Witt with a couple hits. Uh, Zach Granke, five and two-thirds, three runs. On the White Sox side, Luis Robert has been on absolute tear. He continues that with uh, just one hit tonight, one for three. Dylan Cease has been a guy, was my Cy Young pick coming into the season. Five innings, seven runs tonight. His ERA has blossomed up to a 5-5-8. ERA for Dylan Cease. Uh, You really don't like to see that. He gave up seven to a Royals lineup tonight. The Brewers in Milwaukee versus the Dodgers win that one 9-3. The Angels over the Astros 6-4. I saw Hunter Renfro had a home run that one. The Mike Trout lookalike. Um, and Otani with a couple hits as well. So the Angels are now 20-16. and 16. They're, they're starting to gain some traction here. The Astros, on the other hand, are sitting 17-18. and 18. Um, So definitely a disappointment so far in Houston. I'm not worried about it, though. They'll, they'll get it going. Their, their pitching health worries me maybe a little bit. Luis Garcia went down with a pretty bad injury recently. 
Um, the Marlins and Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks win this one five to two. They move to twenty and fifteen on the year. Their number one guy right now is is Christian Walker, who's up to two eighty nine after a slow start in the year. He now has nine homers and twenty eight RBIs. The Cy, uh, the Cy Young, the Gold Glove first baseman from last year, a guy that was in my I believe top five first baseman coming into the season. Um, a guy I really am a fan of. Christian Walker is a guy to keep an eye on. And the the last game of the night, the Nationals and the Giants. The Giants fifteen and nineteen now the on the year. Nationals 15 and 20 on the year. The Nationals win this one five to one. Di Scafani was not very good tonight after having a pretty good start to the, to the season. Um, he gave up five and seven innings. A guy for the uh, for the Giants though, Tyro Estrada batting 344. We're really seeing with this um, shift being eliminated from baseball. A lot of a lot of base hits are getting through, man. A lot of base hits are getting through. Luisa Rides is still batting like 450 which is mind-boggling. But Tyro Estrada has six homers. It's not like just a little slap hitter. He's got a little pop playing second base uh, and shortstop tonight for the for the Giants. But the Nationals, at 15-20, and 20, you kind of got to be happy with that. They've been playing pretty good baseball lately. Lane Thomas is their leadoff hitter now, batting 280 for them. You look at that whole lineup. Uh, Joey Meneses played for Team Mexico in the World Baseball Classic. He's batting 283 now after a really slow start. But Luis Garcia, Kyber Ruiz, uh, Candelario, Smith, uh, Alex Call, CJ Abrams. It's not a super stack lineup. It's a team that was supposed to be the worst team in baseball. So if you're sitting 15 and 20, if you're a Nationals fan, you got to be kind of pleased with that. Uh, Irwin, Irvin tonight, uh, Jake Irvin, 26-year-old starting pitcher for the Nationals, uh, six and a third scoreless in San Francisco, and now he's got a .84 ERA on the year. So great start for him. Um, and the Nationals win that one. But that wraps it up for tonight. We will obviously, like I said at the beginning, be doing this every single night, wrapping up everything in the MLB, the NHL, and the NBA. And, of course, when football comes around, we have to add that as well. So make sure to uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. Make sure to follow, subscribe, uh, give us a rating on on, uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening on there. Of course, like this if you're on YouTube. Instagram and tw- Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. We are going to continue to be posting stuff over there daily. So make sure to go follow over there. A to Z Sports Talk on all platforms. We will see you guys tomorrow. Much love, everybody.